2: Hi and hello, Sheck Republic. You know, in order to support the DDFP, we need the help of some great advertisers. And in order to find great advertisers, we'll need to learn a little bit more about you. So please go to podsurvey.com slash D-A-M-E-S-H-E-K, and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little better. That way we can show advertisers just how great our listeners are even if you've taken a podcast listener survey before. This one is specific to the DDFP, so we really appreciate you taking it. And when I say we, I mean me and Maurice. That's specifically the two. (laughs) Colleen Wolf more apathetic about it. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can enter to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Woo-hoo! Again, that's podsurvey.com slash damashek, D-A-M-E-S-H-E-K. Thanks again for your help. Now, going to the hurry-up offense. Yes, it's time for the hurry-up. Andy Reid style, Maurice Jones-Drew, Colleen Wolf along. We will say proper hellos in a minute, but we have not a moment to spare except to say this. The Sheck Report for Week 2 is out. Maurice Jones, uh, Drew, and Ike Taylor figure prominently in there. Ooh. And they're almost collision, but one of the two guys didn't want any part of colliding with the other one. <laughs> You'll have to watch. There are other, some uh, some other good things there. Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern, is the first showing of four of the weekly NFL Pick'em Show. Track that down on NFL Network. Get right. Learn all the winners before the games are played. Now, let's get to it. Colleen Wolf. I'll start with you, which – I really should start with Maurice, but ladies first.
3: Okay. this, this Which Jags
2: are the real Jags? Ah. Two weeks in, the week one, dominant, going to Houston, shut them down, or the week two, the Jags, that allowed 37 to the Titans.
3: You're really setting me up here with MJD just giving me the look right next to me. But I was so excited week one. They were calling it Saxonville, 10 sacks. Calais Campbell looked great. And and then you have Leonard Fournette, who just, he, he's a beast out there. Like you, And I hate saying that. I hate saying he's a beast. But he was a monster. Like, you could just <laughs> have him a much better. He's
2: not a beast now. He's just he's a a mon- I
3: like a monster better. general <laughs> monster. <laughs> a monster's right. a little bit better. But the problem is, you cannot mask the fact that Blake Bortles is not a good quarterback. And if they don't ju- jump out to an early lead, then they're not going to be able so to. Ryan win games.
2: Nassib's there now to fix it all.
3: Oh yeah,
4: Maurice. Uh, week two, I mean that's the team when you play, you're not going to play offensive lines like the Texans each week. I mean, we've seen we saw how bad they were Thursday night. But when you play the Tennessee Titans, you have a pretty decent offensive line. Uh, they Their defense can only do so much. You have to score points in this league. So it was 3-3 until about the third quarter, and the defense got worn down. They had an extra third down there. Mariota's able to go down the field, and then there it was. It just opened the floodgates. It went from what? It was like 3-3 to like 30-3 at one point. And yeah. So uh, I think that a lot of those issues come from Blake Bortles. I mean, we, we have to call that out there. You go and sign Ryan Nassib, but Nassib, is that how you say his name? Yeah. Nassib, yeah. Remember,
2: he was going to be uh, an he's, NFL he's starting the, QB he's, when he's, he was at the Cuse. Everybody got excited about him in his senior year. Well,
4: he was with Doug Marone, and then Tom Coughlin drafted him, so it makes sense for him to be in Jack, yeah. but he's not the answer. You have you need a quarterback. You ha- you have to go find a quarterback that can win games either with his legs or with his arms, something to keep that hmm. offense on the field.
2: You know, I brought this up on the Sheck Report. Yes, the crummy uh, quarterback play in the NFL – you know, as I always say, thir- you know, seven billion human beings, we can't find thirty-two of them to properly play NFL quarterback. It's it's vexing, and especially when you consider everybody knows there's a guy out on the street. You know, he's he's he. Um, you know, he's, his political and social views aren't exactly for everybody, I suppose, and he's not a perfect answer in every NFL system. But the Night King from uh, from North of the Wall, uh, <laughs> White Walkers. I mean, that guy, he's money. He went into frigid temps. Yeah. Th- I mean he right. can play under uh, you know he can play in the in leader the wintery climbs. Leader of dead people. That's right. Yeah. He's a quiet leader. But,
4: but you know what cool. to, to get but seriously though, Colin Kaepernick, I know there's people yes. in Jacksonville that are literally crying for them to go do research and bring him in. Because they know that with him, you can run the ball more. Yeah. Yeah. Your defense wouldn't be on the field all the time. And he's better than what you have there. I mean, point blank period. Both of those guys Listen, Blake Bortles, we know what he is. He turns the ball over. Some people are just – that's who they are. You can continue to say, oh, we want to use them. We want to do this. When I was in Jacksonville and we were doing inside training camp, they said our season is going to be on his back. That's what everybody knew. Well, you were able to hide him the first week. Mm Mm-hmm. Now you've kind of been exposed by the Titans. What do you think to happen when you play the Ravens in London?
3: I mean, he had 41 passing yards at the half, two interceptions. His quarterback rating was like 16. It was so bad. Are you seriously not going to give your team a chance that's, that's after off the you pour of the all of these resources into your team it, in the It offseason? is a
2: bummer. You know, the cons obviously want a winner. The fans want a winner. It feels almost vaguely disrespectful to the roster to say – Yep. Yeah. yeah, this is a this is a legitimate playoff contending roster minus the most important position on the field and I know it's I know it's simplistic but the recipe that Made Colin Kaepernick one throw away from winning the Super Bowl seems to kind of exist in Jacksonville. At least you have the dominant defense. You have the powerhouse running back. The offensive line isn't as good, but it seems like but even you with drop the- Kaepernick in there, they would they would be better served yeah. with that. He's not. And and stop the jive. You know, the, you know, no jive in Studio Sixty Six. No one's saying he's as good as Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. No, we're just saying he's better than Blake Bortles
3: L- and L- Ryan Nassib. Right.
4: All I'm saying is a running quarterback – we played against Vince Young when he was with the Titans, and that running quarterback pushed them to 8-8 and and almost got him in a playoff spot. Then they went to the playoffs the next year with a running quarterback. Now, he couldn't throw the ball, but that that ability to take off and run, it hurts the defense. It stresses the defense enough where you can do a little play-action pass and dink it off, or Leonard Fournette can give you the 100 yards a game, 150 yards a game that you're looking for.
2: Ike Taylor, by the way, coming up. We uh, do a little bit. We just go on the Jags with uh, with Maurice, so it makes sense that Ike Taylor. will talk a little bit of Pittsburgh Steelers football, sitting at two and zero. Although some people in uh, in black and gold country, little uh, kind of wringing their hands. You know, have a little preview for you what we talk oh. about. Lighten up, everybody! They're two and zero. That's what you want to be. They don't have to be putting forty eight points on the board in September. They need to win games. Next up, speaking of teams that are two and zero and otherwise, who's the best? Let we'll do each record that's available: two and zero, one and one, zero and two. Who's the best two and zero team right now, Maurice? The Falcons. Ooh, it's I kind of like
3: the
4: that. Uh, I like the Chiefs a lot, but I think the Falcons handedly whooped the Packers. I mean, that was something. I but remember the Bears
3: seeing. almost beat them Week One.
4: You have – week one's an anomaly. Like, that's – that's week one is, like, no one knows what you're really about to do, so you're just kind of going out there blind a little bit. But for them to go out there and beat Aaron Rodgers the way they beat Aaron Rodgers and that Packers team, I know a lot of guys got hurt, but they did what they wanted to against them, and it it really scared me. I
2: am with you, Maurice. I I had an epiphany about a week or so before the season kicked off, and I realized – it's just, it's just a storyline that we follow, and I, there is some evidence over the last decade that if you are the Super Bowl runner-up, you tend to have the uh, the much-ballyhooed hangover, but it occurred to me that defense has gotten better. Vic Beasley now down for a month, but still, defense is better, young, fast, so you, and
4: now yeah. you still have that offense. They had 21 of their 22 starters come back, and the only guy they didn't was the fullback.
3: That's it. That, yeah, that they, to me,
4: is terrifying. When you have the same group of guys that just went to the Super Bowl, come back, and then they they did the whole embrace the suck thing and all that. like That's hot, but you have the same guys coming back, so there's no one relearning anything. You've added pieces onto that throughout the draft and obviously free agency, but you're literally about to go out there with the same group of guys that you did the year before. They're a scary team.
3: I was a little worried about that offense the first week, about the play calling and, and whether or not Steve Sarkeesian was going to be able to do the same thing that Kyle Shanahan was able to do. Looked fine, week two. Not a problem at all.
2: I'm going to go with my I, – I hear you on the Falcons, absolutely. I am fascinated by what could be a three-way chase in that NFC South. If Ooh. the Bucks are for real and the Panthers continue to play defense the way they have yeah. in the first couple of weeks, Superman's only going to get better. Fascinating stuff there. I'm going to go with the Oakland Raiders. Big bounce back from Derek Carr. They're on a mission. Probably feel like they left something on the table when Carr went down last year. They're looking good. The Wolf, how say you?
3: I like the Chiefs. I feel like that. I've been listening yeah. to you. A the lot. The Chiefs are good, man. You've been chirping about the Chiefs since before the season started. Yeah, and I, I, you know, you're right. They look great. Kareem Hunt is a superstar. I agree,
2: but no Eric Barry seems to put a ceiling on how far they can go. That said, Justin Houston, this sounds hyperbolic, but is he the biggest superstar? Who is the least known in the NFL? Is that a good is that a good in, way to describe? I feel like a fans, lot of people don't know Justin Houston. In
4: the lo- in the locker room, you know him, because yeah. Because every time you go, like when we would play the Chiefs and they were like building up, they'd be like, "All right, fifty is the guy you have to make sure we take care of." The rest of them dudes, like even when Tom Bailey, and it, we have to make sure we get fifty because fifty can change the game I mean. He'll either hit your quarterback and then Eric Berry get a pick, or he'll strip sack. Like he's a guy you have to worry about. Then they add a young D Ford. I mean, so they're they're a team. Yes, I just didn't like the way they played against the Eagles. I just thought the Eagles were able to score too much and have too many big plays against that D.
2: Oh, I really am tempted to say the Eagles are the best one-on-one team. So let's oh. do that one. The Patriots are probably everybody's answer, but let's, if it makes it makes uh, you feel better, you can skip the Patriots if you want. Who's the second best one-on-one team? The Wolf.
3: Oh man, uh, I'm trying to. We didn't even talk about
4: the Broncos either being too – Yo,
3: un- the Broncos look really good, yeah, and they're I super fun that. to watch. That run game looks awesome, and their that. run defense is, yeah. so, is so improved. I think the Cowboys
2: are bad against the run is the issue. But, I, I, yeah, I you know what? I perennially am kind of down on them because – the most important position is filled by Trevor Simeon there, and he, he looks, looks good. Like he has yeah, some I know he, he does. He stands good. in there. He'll stand in there with a guy uh, right in his face and still make the throw. They a have a lot of QBs. Do not like that. An
3: incredible secondary. Their pass rushers are always swarming. They can stop the run now, and then the offense looks like it's clicking. I really like the Broncos.
2: All right. Well, I know one that's and not one, answering though. the you question. Go I ahead, know. if Maurice, if you're buying time, Maurice, who's think. your I'll one, go, one? I'll
4: go one and one. I will go. Who is after the Patriots, right? Well, if you want to say the Patriots, that's no. fine. It's a cheap answer. I mean, the Patriots
3: though. are definitely the best one and one team. They're so we're going to say after. We're going to say after
4: the Patriots. Let's all right. The, so we don't have all everybody on our back. I will go with couple good answers. The Cowboys. The oh, Cowboys. Really? I'm going to go with the Cowboys.
2: You weren't bothered by Zeke's quit and Byron mm, Jones quit.
4: No. Man, they were getting ran out of the building. You got to try to get out. Get, get, You know, the fans can leave early. Why can't the players?
2: I agree with this, and I argue with a lot of players about this. As soon as the game is decided, win or lose, if you're up like a no, couple was, of times. I was
4: just joking, right? Like you oh. got to play to the very end, but oh. I can see, understand, what
2: <laughs> but no,
4: I, not know, me. I, I'd, if I were a head coach, I'd clear. I, oh, well, I, I'm talking well, no, with like about if, that. If, if minute, I'm, so. if I'm, if I'm a head coach, I would definitely clear, clear the,
2: like, my starting like, quarterback would not be in a game no, that is, it, is probably overweight. in hand, right? Yeah.
4: So, but I, I think again, for me, um, after that whooping they took, you gotta expect them to bounce back in a in a certain manner, in a certain way. And so I think that's what they'll do. They won't go they're not they are not going to play a defense like the Broncos ever again. Um they handily whooped the Giants defense, uh, yeah. which we found out is the isn't, Giants isn't, are not a good yeah, team. Yeah, isn't as good as good as we thought they were. So I think they're they're gonna be they're still gonna be the, the the cream of the crop in the AFC in the NFC East, I'm sorry. Uh and so I think they'll be the best team going for them. Can you
2: imagine the Chargers are again oh and two? It's just crazy. The Broncos should be one and one. Poor Koo misses that kick. We're missing two kicks in in, in, in two weeks. It's heartbreaking stuff.
3: By the way, the Packers.
2: Packers are a great answer. I'm going with my preseason prediction to win the Super Bowl, the Seattle Seahawks. This is what they do. I used to get duped by this. I no longer do as of 2016. Okay. This is what they do. They come out of the game. They're a little out of the gate. They're a little sluggish. It takes a while for Tom Cable to fix that offensive lineup. They never address it in the draft perennially. Now they have the injuries there. I still say that defense is going to dominate. Russell Wilson will figure it out. That's going to be a team that uh, that they're going to run away with I, that I division. Would, I wouldn't
4: yeah. say I – I, not so fast, my friend. I don't think they're going to run away with that division. That offensive line, he is running for, for his life.
2: Yeah, kind of, but who's going to catch him <laughs> practically? who's going? Who? I
4: don't know, but I, I, I just have a feeling Ain't gonna be the, the Seahawks aren't the same team as we thought they were. You took away another one of his passing threats in uh, Duran Kearse who had a big day in Oakland. Yeah, he looks then, good with Tyrod. Yeah, right? Or no, he's with the Jets. Or
3: uh, yeah,
4: with uh Josh McCown. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh.
2: 0 and two team, or do you want to quickly just tell me who the worst 0 two team is? The Giants.
3: The Giants look horrendous. Really? Saints. Worst the I'll Jets? say the Saints. Saints. The look Saints are bad. The, the worst. Uh,
4: my that's my my worst.
2: There's gonna be some interact all this all this uh, stuff with the Jets and with the Bra- You know who are the the Niners? Who's gonna get Sam Darnold mm-hmm. and Josh Rosen? Don't be so quick, because there are going to be some teams that sometimes are in the playoff mix that might be fighting for one
4: of those guys. The Saints defense. Oh, my God. I've been trying to fix that for seven years.
2: I I, I said it three years ago, and now history proves me correct. They should have gotten rid of Drew Brees, which isn't to say Drew Brees is bad. They they they're so bad everywhere else. that They're not anywhere close to getting to a Super Bowl. Get him. Get
4: some draft picks back.
3: And they got rid of their best offensive if, if weapon, Brandon Jags, Cooks. If
4: I was the Jags, because they have so much cap space, I would go and right. do that. Yeah, right. I said that. I advocated for
2: the Jets to do that two years ago. They didn't listen.
4: Let's start the show. <laughs>
3: The Dave Damashek Football Program,
0: available on iTunes and at davedamaschek.nfl.com.
1: Now here's your host, Dave Damaschek.
2: Hi and hello, football fans. Yes, it's the Dave Damaschek Football Program, and uh, we have much to get to here. Our beloved, for the, those that are experiencing the Q&A, people, uh, people are enjoying our, uh, our, when we open up our ears to That's you the Czech Republic, and, to, you know, if, if that includes uh, players in the NFL, they shoot us their cues. We give them our A's, and uh, and that's that. We encourage you, nay demand, that you track it down on Facebook. We try to clip it off the 15 minutes or so oh, wow. that we do every week and post it, so uh, so give that do a, a look. You a good job of that, too. Yeah, before we say hello to the people sitting in 66 right now, let's uh, let's reacquaint ourselves with number 24 of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ike Taylor.
1: yeah Ike Taylor, I-K-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R. Born in Grinner, that's in New Orleans.
4: Wamped
3: down in college, drafted to PA. That's right. Number 24 has got opinions for days. Uh I-K-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R. Ike Taylor.
2: All right, a quick check-in now. We haven't had nearly enough uh, Ike Taylor on the DDFP so far this season. I.T., you're too big now.
1: We're going to change that. Oh. This 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 is where I started, Shaq. Sheck. Sheck, you got me here.
2: Mm-hmm. This is but, I'm, I'm sort of like your Louisiana Lafayette. For all
1: you viewers who don't know, Shaq vouched for me to come here, and you see what I'm doing. He hit the number one draft pick, and I'm looking good. I'm making him looking good too, baby. I didn't. Don't tell him I didn't.
2: Have, I had nothing to do. Th- I just told. Him. Well, anyway, let's let, let's uh, what happened happened. Let's talk about uh, the present and maybe more importantly to the Pittsburgh Steelers and the rest of the AFC, the near future, the next uh, 14 games of regular season and hopefully beyond for Steelers fans, let's do Ike's corner corner and stay close to home with you, number 24, as the third best cornerback in Super Bowl era history for the Pittsburgh Steelers. What would you do if you had to play the Steelers right now, and you saw the best receiver in the NFL lined up on one side and Martavis Bryant. How best to attack that? Or I'm I'm sorry, how best to stop them from attacking you, I guess. You
1: you, you gotta understand they're gonna make their play. You gotta understand A B is gonna get his attempts. Ben is gonna look for A B. You gotta pick and choose and gotta understand Martavis is going deep. You get but you gotta find out when. And they're gonna show that through formations. So if I know down and distances, formation-wise, a turnover. If I know that Pittsburgh got a turnover, I know the next, the second down snap will be a deep ball play, Hmm. automatically. Peep it out. Really interesting. If Pittsburgh have an interception, cause a sack fumble, get the ball not first down, but a second and three, a second and four. Watch out for the deep ball. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. They saying Romo is is a genius. I think I am too.
2: I I you know what? I've sat there with you and watched you play this game too. You 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 were doing the Romo trick before Romo was uh, was up in the booth. I agree with did you. I, did
1: I not call Jared Golf yesterday?
2: You did. You called Jared Goff throwing the pick six a second before he. Well, it wasn't a pick six. You said he's going to throw the game away, get picked off with less than two minutes. That's exactly how it played out. But, but with but with the, what the Steelers are doing, there's really no. I, I almost feel like you're not giving away too much of what Todd Haley and Roethlisberger wants to do because there, there's no stopping that, right? If you have Martavis Bryant and you throw and you throw the deep ball. Only, you know, as they say, when you're good at that, if you're Calvin Johnson, Des Bryant, Brandon Marshall, and I think you can include Martavis Bryant in this group, three things theoretically can happen. It can go incomplete, it could get intercepted, or it could be caught by by your receiver. Well, when you have those high-end guys, those tall guys who know how to go up and get it and high-point the ball, the interception never happens. They know they're capable of keeping you from intercepting.
1: As a a defender, a lot of teams don't have the personnel – Denver has the personnel. Uh, Seattle has the front seven to get to the quarterback. But other than those two teams, a hot Atlanta when they're healthy, have a good front seven to get to the mm-hmm. quarterback to make the block hot, corners get to sit. But other than that, I don't see other than Denver, any other team having a personnel that can play the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: And yet, any concern, go ahead and try and ease the nerves of Steelers fans who are quietly, even though the team is 2-0, and that's where you want to be, everybody. Relax yourselves. This is a long haul through the season here. We're just getting going here. But there are Steelers fans out there saying, like, huh, how come they're not putting up 30 a game with with all the firepower they have?
1: You, you, you don't need to. Don't, don't forget, it's been a long time since A.B., Martavius, and Le'Veon been on the field at the same time you know, at, yeah. at the same time for the course of six games. I don't know where they've been on the field for six games straight. They haven't. So it's new to Ben. It's new to Coach Ty Haley. It's new to A.B. It's new to Martavius. It's new. So Ty, like, okay, when should I feed who at what time? Has a good problem. Ty Haley has a good problem this year. So the receiving court, then you got a young Juju. He – I I said he's a more athletic version to Heinz Ward, and he's showing it. Mm -hmm. He's blocking his butt off. He's going across the middle, catching passes, and you saw that shovel pass. I like anybody who's that
2: unironically enthusiastic to be playing pro football. Good for him. He's enjoying himself so far.
1: I was there for training camp. I didn't know that man had that much size Mm -hmm. on him. Like, he's a thick. He's built like a man, even though he's a kid. He's (laughs) built like LeBron. A shorter version of LeBron. Mm. No, picture LeBron being your third receiver. A shorter version. Six, two and a half. Do guys –
2: the thing that strikes me, is it possible – or is this just foolishness from somebody who isn't uh, around those – does Mike Tomlin say to Todd Haley, or does Todd Haley say to Roethlisberger, "Let's not open up the whole bag yet. We got a lot of way to go. We don't want to show everything that we're that we're doing here before September's out." Does that sort of
1: thing happen? Nah, nah. You, that's that's Todd Haley's offense. It, it's seven big. So they're big showing office. everything they have. No, nah, you 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 go by what the defense give you. So what's the defensive game plan for today? The uh, they won't stop the pass. All right, let's run the ball. So what's the defensive game plan of the next week? Uh, hey. Coach Haley, it looks like they're trying to stop the run. Okay, well, let's pass the ball. So, you just got to pick and choose. It's something like a boxer. You got to get a feel for what that defense wants to stop that week. So, once Coach Ty Haley, after that first quarter, he got his plays. He checking down. This play was successful. This play was successful. We ran this on first and second down. This is what they did to us on first and second down. So, they get to adjust in that second half. They know exactly what they want to do. So I don't want them cooking right now. You you say it best. I don't I'm cool with these 17 13. A W is a W. That's right. And right now you don't want to be peeking. Right now, I want to be peeking with his coming. I want Le'Veon to be rushing for 130 yards in November, and December. That's, that's what why I, really I want. said to
2: you on Sunday. Listen, they're up uh, a couple of touchdowns. It's they're seven minutes left. Take out all the starters. No, I that's what I don't want. I, uh, I'm not. I can't do that. I know you I don't like I that, but sports. I I'm I'm fatalistic. I don't want to see them get hurt. If I were an NFL head coach, my team goes up in the fourth quarter by a couple of touchdowns. Like, all right, starters, here you go.
1: So we, we don't go, want a Derek Carr situation. So we're going back to the Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl deal. You go up a couple of touchdowns, then all all your starters. They
2: didn't sit Matt by. They didn't put. They didn't say Matt Ryan sit down. No, no, no. no. You're it, saying that it feeds that psychology.
1: Why? So I I, I sit him down. I sit him down now. He got his he got everything, he got his shoulder pads off, got his helmets off, then the back man, they drinking Cokes and I see Chips. What doing. Like, well, I'm do oh. So
2: that's real. Yeah. You can't once you gear down, it's hard to gear back yeah. up.
1: There is no gearing up once you gear down.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Great stuff from number twenty four. Watch him on Good Morning Football, the weekend edition with our pal the Wolf, Colleen Wolf. Mike yes. Rob's out there with you doing great Mike stuff. Garofalo. Mike garofolos a delightful right. soul. Yeah, what a what a great day. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> I like all those people. But I am I can't hang out with everybody. You oh, gotta so tell my the, invitation must have gotten lost in the, the mail. You got to tell the
1: producer, Shaq, stop playing with you and invite you over, though.
2: You know what? I'm not going to beg. I'm not going to beg. I don't need you.
1: See, catching them timber Attachers, that's why they're not going <laughs> to give you no invite.
2: Let's just move along. Good to see you, Ike. We'll see Likewise, you soon. Likewise,
1: Shaq. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I like that, Ike Taylor, and I don't care what you say about him, Maurice.
4: What are you talking about? I love Ike Taylor. Oh, you do? Yeah.
2: Oh, oh, because we're on the air. right? Yeah, oh, yeah, Marie, you love Ike. Yeah, right, I forgot.
4: Check, don't do that stuff. That's how, that's how
2: <laughs> Let's say hello to him now. I mentioned earlier. I, as if you, you didn't know this already, he was on the Jaguars. He was on the Bruins. He was on the Raiders. And now he is the radio voice doing analysis for your Los Angeles Rams. It's Maurice Jones Drew, everybody.
0: <laughs> oh. Stream out of that's where he's born and grown, drafted by the
2: Jaguar, addicted to That's the enough. end zone. He's addicted to the end zone, you blah, 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 you know the oh. rest. Next up, let's say hello to the emerging star in, on the uh, sports media landscape. It's not just here at NFL Media. She is one of the breakout stars of 2017. Wow. I hear, I, may, may I hear she's in consideration to host next year's Emmys. Ooh. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> now. Uh, you That's watch her Good Morning Football, the weekend edition, yep. the the power rankings. Oh, with Maurice Jones drew That's right. Maurice also players only on Friday nights. Oh, I'm surrounded by the stars. I can barely once again jobs. look in you that. Direction. Yes, I, I really may start to do it. In the meantime, let's say hello to Philadelphia's own Colleen Wolf. <laughs>
4: girl from the very start, you know, Rocky Balboa in the Museum of Art. Yeah, we
2: know about Philadelphia. Philadelphia. It's enough. We have, uh, to, we have stuff awesome. to do. All All right. We have, I have a moment get to that waste album.
4: That album right there. We got to put that album out there on <laughs>
2: iTunes. We some really some do. Some the download. Dick yeah. Banks uh, yeah awesome. intro song. Now, The Wolf, did yes. you get any uh, pushback? Well, I know on Twitter Uh-oh. that uh, your old man, John Gonzalez, who, uh, you know, you can follow his pages at The Ringer and he does his own podcast and everything else. He, uh, he didn't take kindly to to the public uh, admittance by you that he sometimes wears a tank top. <laughs>
3: oh, my God. You I, don't understand was everywhere. what this started. He Okay, so it's not he was upset necessarily it. yeah, a tank top. It's more of an undershirt. I feel like we did not really clear that up as well as I should have. But I walked in my house last week, and he was like, I don't wear undershirts, and if I do, they're black.
2: <laughs> oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Listen. Is it a good look, though, the wolf? You're a woman. You know John Gonzalez. Is that a good look? Yeah, he's a
3: handsome guy. Is he? Yeah.
4: He's one of those guys. I don't know. Like, yeah, he seems handsome. He's handsome. Is he? he? He's handsome to Colleen. That's That's all that matters. matters. That's That's right. All right. But she doesn't like his under tank tops. Wow. I,
3: whatever. I don't know. It's the tank tops, undershirts, and whatever. I sort of believe, all the same. John Gonzalez
2: believe. is considered a handsome devil. Is that universally so?
3: I, I think he's handsome.
2: M behind the glass. John says. Gonzalez is a handsome devil. <laughs> sure. Oh! <laughs> May as well just tell the truth because that sure kind of – why, kind of why are you putting
3: t- Emma in that position? <laughs>
2: <laughs> because well, because she, she, instead she, of entertaining the public, I, I'd rather just uh, fixate on John Gonzalez maybe hearing a five minute chunk and getting upset in the Yeah, this is going to happen
1: again I, today. I, well,
4: <laughs> well, real quick, I saw on, on the social media that you, you guys are moving, and he was doing all the packing. He's
3: doing everything. That's awesome. Uh, While well, I, I go to work, and I have to keep my mind
2: clear for the <laughs> television.
3: <laughs> Bring me my iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> bing, bing. All
2: right, let's get to the Q&A. We have about 10 minutes to do it. First up, we have Donald from the East Bay. Uh, it says here. I think he, I know he, him. He, he oh. favors silver and black. Let's hear from Donald Penn here.
1: Hey, Dave, I heard you like to eat. And, um, you know,
4: during the season, I have an eating regimen. I have to stick to. So I would like to know what's your eating regimen during the season.
2: Donald Penn belongs in my all uh, regular guy looking hey. or <laughs> physique. Let me tell you something. who plays high end football. Mike Tolbert is uh, is the captain of that team. Oh wow! He goes out there with a pot belly. I love that.
3: I, I would like to see all of the guys on this team. I, I think you need to fill out. Oh, you got a Roethlisberger whole
2: with a pot belly. Yeah, yeah that's good. still back with that. Uh, Antonio Gates, next stop Hall of Fame. Make that Jack uh, 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 extra loose. Down, uh, <laughs> down near the other waistline one because he <laughs> likes that pot belly. Uh,
4: first of all, me and Don will go back a long ways, and uh, we both struggled. Well, I didn't because I would just eat like certain food, but he would. We would have to try to cut weight, and I just go cut weight with him before we'd weigh in on Thursdays. It's awesome.
3: You have the plastic like suits on.
4: No, you just sit in the sauna and try to sweat out as much as you can.
3: Why the
2: coaches weigh you every week to make sure uh, you're maintaining
4: every Thursday? Yeah. The, oh, th- I
3: didn't realize every everyone-
2: team did that to every
4: player. Uh, yeah, you have to have a certain weight that you have to be under.
3: I would right? be in so much or, trouble.
4: Or depending on who you are, you have to be over. Like, because there's some guys that lose weight that, a lot, or they can't hold on weight, so they're like, you have to be over this weight on Thursdays.
2: If you're a football guy, and well, I mean, it's easy to figure out how to gain weight, but uh, what? I, although I do have some uh, special tips if you really want to bump oh. up that uh, the the lbs. <laughs> no the question. What's the your go-to go to tip? Beer. Mm beer and then a milkshake and then three beers and then a milkshake and then four beers um, oh. plus some cheeseburgers mixed in yeah that's um, so good what is uh, Maurice what do you do what what special tip for any football players out there might you offer to, to cut weight dramatically in a in a well, 48 the, hour space well the
4: first thing is uh, you try not to do that right so try to <laughs> ah. try to eat healthy as much as possible but If you want to cut weight in a 48-hour span, uh, you have to, on those Wednesdays, you have to wear, like, a sweat jacket and run as hard as you can. Oh, I think it's Friday's the day we weigh in. Friday's our weigh-in day. So Wednesday and Thursday, you have to run as hard as you can and drink as much water and eat minimal, right?
2: Uh, uh, You know what's bad? bad. The wolf, you get to leave, you go out to the East Coast on the weekends, which means you don't have the plate of chocolate chip cookies always in Mm -hmm. front of you over the course of the weekend. my God. I gain weight every year of football season. Okay. Every cuz I eat these chocolate. Let me they, finish. They, yeah. Booyah here makes those chocolate he chip does. cookies. So
3: but I don't do that
2: anymore. I, oh,
4: they're so hard to say goodbye. Colonic.
3: <laughs> no, no. Colonic no <laughs> on no, Wednesday, no. on Thursday he, night.
4: Will get you where you need to go. He
3: has told me about this before. This is not the first time that yeah. this Ugh. has come up in conversation. A
4: colonic is where, if you really, if you're serious about it, you I get know you what a colonic, colonic is.
3: Uh, you know what it is?
4: Yeah, of course I did do. do the people know? Should I we tell don't them? need
3: to know. It's an enema. Those, those uh, no, this no, disgusting. They I don't put, put
4: want a tube. <laughs> All and right. They, they no, 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 no. Warm no, water into, into a part stomach. of your body. Yeah, and right. then you. Flush it out, and then what happens? It just takes everything out with you, and then you're you probably drop like in one session, you will probably drop like seven pounds. <laughs> Is that right? No question.
2: All right. Next stop, colonic for Damashek.
3: Those uh, you may drop more. Suits oh, those suits are about? real. So I used to I was a figure skater. I, we know. And that. I had to take ballet classes because my coaches told me that I wasn't graceful enough. I was too much of a tomboy. <laughs> so my ballet teacher maybe you was need this, a like, colonic. Super no, the super strict like she was from russia and she was very old school so she made me wear the sweatsuit just on just the shorts version because she said that my thighs were too big for a ballerina so everybody else in this like ballet class they were all like in their little leotards with their buns i had cut off all my hair so i had like an ellen Generous haircut and these like sweatpants Shorts on. And a
2: Randall Cunningham uh, jersey (laughs) cut off uh, just above the navel. Horrendous. Yo, what's up? What's up, figure skaters?
4: The wolf's in the house. That was
3: essentially me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Horrendous.
4: How, how, like, I have to ask this question because I was a little off topic. But how was that, like, I've never had someone tell me, like, you're you're the, you're too big. Like I'd not like, yeah, watch your mouth.
3: I know. Well, my <laughs> like, my mom heard her. She was in the class, and my mom ripped into her after the class, and she I'd was r- like, "Don't you tell my daughter that her yeah. thighs are too big." I was what like, "What's your problem?" Eleven years old. That
2: is yeah. outrageous. As right. A put my of fact, hands yeah. on that. Like, that's yeah. crazy. I uh, suggest for Good Morning Football the weekend edition that you put on rollerblades and do a figure <laughs> skating. That's oh. a winning idea, isn't it, yeah, Maurice? That's
4: a great Free idea. Free of
2: charge. You doing that will be all the payment I need you for guys that. You should
4: do it at the roller ring.
2: Next question That's from uh, comes to us f- on Twitter from uh, at uh, from Brent Black. He asks, which current NFL player has the best nickname? The Wolf. How say you?
3: So I, he's not a very popular player yet. He's still a rookie, uh, and he actually just played his first game on Sunday from the Dolphins' defensive end uh, Charles Harris. Do you guys know what his nickname is? No, no. Black Ice. That's from, I guess, when he was at Mizzou. But he says, by the time you see him, it's too late. Oh. I love Ooh. it. That's clever. I yeah. like that. That's
4: right? a good one. I, I don't know any nicknames. People, I, I saw this question last night. No? You want to skip this one? All right. No, I I just, just, you know what? Throwing a guy out there. I don't know. Like I, don't, I, like, don't...
3: I feel like Big Ben is almost, it's. <laughs> It's, a, it's such a good nickname that it's almost not even a nickname because yeah. I am too name. lazy to write out Roethlisberger in my notes, so I always just write Big Ben or Ben.
2: But if the game is whose nickname is most closely associated with the guy, who you can't say the guy's proper name without involving the nickname. By that measure, Big, Big Ben's wins. hard to beat. I know it's lame, though, right. too, but it works. I like 12-gauge. That's kind of cool. Who's that? Oh. Cardell Jones. It's in his number. He involves the number in his uniform. You got to
4: play on the field. You got to play on the field to to get that. I mean – we, I just heard Matty Ice. I think, but it's hard to call somebody Matty Ice when you haven't won the big one.
2: I agree with that. Right? As I always say with Matty Ice, it at some point will become a permanent, ironic nickname for yeah. you. It's the same <laughs> as if Champ uh, Bailey had turned out to be a janitor instead of a, a high end pro football player. Yeah. Like if you're a janitor, hey, Champ, uh, Stall three's plugged up. You mind getting the plunger and fixing that? Like that, it feels bad. You know. So
4: I've been boxing lately, and that's kind of where I've been oh. cutting this weight. And so I go in these gy- these gyms, and everyone's called champ.
2: Really? <laughs> so funny. Well, if you're all champs,
4: <laughs> yeah, no everyone's the champ. Right. So I'm like, dang, like uh-huh. no one, like, oh, you're undefeated, and you're like, whoa. I don't know. It was it was amazing. It's, it's eye opening to that.
3: Don't even come at me with Tom terrific or touchdown Tom. Nah, I,
4: I like Captain Checkdown. Hate it. That was my favorite one for him because mm. he hated that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, Emma VP behind the glass. Oh, you know what's the? As a matter of fact, see, I can't take. I take a positive uh, spin and turn it negative. Two of the worst nicknames that I can think of. First of all. Aaron Rodgers being a Rod when there's already a guy named a Rod is See, super lame, and I've named yep. him the King of the North. No,
4: That's so we call him we go. call him AR12 because he has a rifle on that as yeah, arm. I don't know. That's okay. I've
3: messed that up a couple times. Right, <laughs> it's gone the other way.
4: <laughs> it happens.
2: I would go. I, well, I, as I've said, I think. Um,
4: uh, What's Russell Wilson's nickname? Does he have one?
2: A- oh yes, a- you know how they like to eat bratwurst up there in Wisconsin. Where uh, uh-huh. where the Packers play, his name is Aaron, Aaron Go No. Spinning the Irish thing, you know.
4: What do you mean, no? Don't know me. It wasn't no. a good one.
3: It's not. It just doesn't feel natural.
4: Who like like Prime You're Time? Me prime Time. <laughs> prime Time is arguably the greatest nickname <laughs> ever, right? Because he made a song. Yeah. And he had a whole different personality with Prime Time. Like I guess Beast Mode. We'd That's have to go good. with Beast Mode then. The sheriff,
2: well, the sheriff is a phony Who's nickname uh, too. I don't like Peyton that Manning. Like all of a sudden in, in his uh, 17th year in the league, like, oh, by the way, nobody knew, um, yeah, that's my nickname. Everybody call me that from now what on. What about poor Doug the Martin shit, the
3: shit. with uh... the
2: muscle hands? Yeah, he doesn't like that. That's what makes a good nickname. You can't give one to yourself. Other people have to apply right. it to you. Um, we have one more uh, question here, uh, Emma VP. We have a lot of good questions right in front of me, but I guess that means we have more good stuff to get to next week. Let's round it out then with uh, with one of the good guys in uh, in pro football. He and his brother both doing great stuff. By the way, shout out to Chris Long. I mean, yeah. we talk about that. Chris and Kyle Long, two of the great, uh, one of the great brother. Tam, Chris Long now creating scholarships for people at UVA. So cool. Um, yeah, wonderful stuff. And then Michael Bennett doing great stuff as well. And his brother, Marty Bennett, has his
4: back. Here's a question from one Marty.
1: Best dressed player in the NFL. Shoot.
4: I love it. I, you know, a lot of people, we do fashion popo all the time. I love and that. Uh, thank you. You know, you, know, you it's, and Ike, track funny. it down. We, yeah, we get it going. Me and Ike, I mean, and. I have to say Cam Newton, he has a different fashion, but his style. I mean, he had some reflective glasses on last I week. Know. That was just and he wore sandals and I don't know if they were team issued or not, but he floated all famous the
2: famous James day. wore Birkenstocks in the preseason.
3: I mean, those are actually kind of trendy now. I don't like What's, them. What are, I'm what not a fan. What
4: is that? The, They're like the, the leather sandals
3: sandals.
4: Oh, I don't know anything about that, but oh. I just know Cam Newton. <laughs> okay. Like, and then he made sure his pocket square was just right.
3: Yeah. Before
4: he answered any questions,
3: I—I I
2: mean, he, uh, go ahead, the wolf. You weigh in.
3: He's a fashionable guy, but I feel like he could be dressing a lot better. Like he could be using his money in better ways, if he, in terms of dress. Right. Like I—I I, I don't. I just think it, it's very eclectic his look. Yeah. I really like uh Melvin Gordon has uh has a nice collection. No. Does, no. No, you're not into I, that? I, would,
4: I would go if I was going to go anyone it'd be it'd go Cam, Tyrod AB. Ooh,
3: Tyrod, Tyrod's Throw a a good. a little one.
4: Odell. You could mix a little Odell and there on some good days.
3: Didn't Antonio Brown have that uh, suit on?
4: You got to be bold one. to wear yeah, <laughs> that a, You like, got to really have confidence to wear that suit.
3: I, it was like a geisha girl suit
2: I that. really
4: do. I really
2: do defer to Ike and Maurice on the fashion popo. They they have their eye on, on fashion there. I like to analyze the uniforms. The uh-huh. Lions, so to give you my quick review on that, It shows a lack of self-esteem. An NFL football team feels like they need to label themselves. Their their shirt sleeves now say Lions on it, like the Browns pants say Browns on them. That's on your radar. Like, hey – Pay attention in case you forgot who we are. We're still lying. (laughs) (laughs) They're 2-0 right now. I know, but I don't like that. I don't think you need that. Otherwise, strong move back to the Honolulu blue. It looks good. I don't know if I'm sold on the blue pants just yet. But you know what? It looks better than when the the, the uniforms were trimmed with that black. I didn't care for that all that much. So, Hey, listen. What I also don't care for is that uh, Emma VP is uh, back there saying –
3: Got to rap. rap. Got to rap. rap. It's time Sorry, to wrap. You're Be <laughs> around. The NFL's got to come in next.
2: Well, I, well, I'm not done talking yet. Tell them to, to buy their time. Come to get a lollipop and share uh, four going to have
3: to be physically removed from the studio.
2: No question. We got a lot of questions. We have another one here from Mercedes Lewis. Got to wrap. Uh, Maurice's old friend. All right, we'll do it next time. All right. <laughs> Colleen Wolf, continue to uh, to dominate the airwaves and uh, the television screens and everything else. We'll do. Out there in New Jersey, have fun with uh, Ike and the fellas and Steve Smith and everybody. Maurice, you go get them too. You know what? Fly, both of you. So Soar, Release Soar us. to the heavens! Like I said last time, when you're when you're coming back down, Dave will still be here waiting on you. Oh my
4: god! My
0: guy,
2: thin slice of heaven, everybody!
0: <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses.